Louisville. Louisville. Let's go. Big day, big day tomorrow. We're starting, brother. Oh, you got the hip hop vibe in here. I don't even know what to Oh, boy, oh, boy. We are here again with yet another amazing young, young and up and coming stud that's going to be on our radar before we know it. Um, I, I am your host. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Curtis Reese. Please, please, so I can get more awesome, amazing guests like this guy I got on. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please do. It's the Pickleball Show with Curtis Reese. We have sponsors. We have name drops. We have everything you possibly want to be a part of it. But that being said, being a part of it, I'd like to have my next guest on. His name is AC Alex Crum, and he's a badass pickleball player that grew up playing juniors in Louisville, and he is from Louisville, as you heard at the beginning of the show. He's currently in Dallas. He's at DFW International Par- uh, Airport. Tell us what you're doing. Tell us your short little b- quick bio, Mr. Alex Crum. What up? Yo, what's up, Steve? Thanks for having me, brother, man. Happy to make my podcasting debut. Yes! The future, biggest, <laughs> the future biggest pickleball podcast in the world. We'll go ahead and call it that right oh. now. <laughs> uh, well, I'm in DFW right now. I uh, was playing in the APT event yesterday. Didn't How was that? quite swing my way. Want name drop anybody? Uh, the Oasis Club is nice, but, uh, you know, I competitively this is my third tournament ever i was mm-hmm. able to win gold in atlantic city which is nice in my second event uh but still mentally like you know there's still so many little mental hurdles uh that i gotta get through but mm-hmm. i'm just kind of enjoying the competitive experience so far yeah. and just getting out there blew a big lead less yesterday and then the guy that i lost to went on to beat ryler the heart went on to go you want a name drop he ended up getting fourth the guy that i almost yeah. the guy that beat me yeah Oliver Frank, there you go. German guy. We actually became good friends. Good. Uh, just because I used to live in Germany. but I saw that. Um, you know, in Atlantic City, beat Aiden Lika, who, I mean, I don't think he plays much singles anymore, but he was ranked as high as seven in the world. Wow. So that obviously gave me a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, man, I'm just I'm enjoying getting out there and competing. I just started playing in July. So it's wow. fun to travel around. So we got you balls. when you're early. We got you early on here, huh? You're early, baby. Early. So what happened in your match? Tell us. We got, you know, we got, we got professionals all from right. all over the world. And. We got right, listeners you. too, man. They might, they might, they might email you and say, "Hey, I went the same thing," you know. But tell us about it. It's your journey. It's your story. I'll tell you when. So I was feeling good. I went up eleven three. I started thinking about, you know, what am I gonna, do? you know, I'm gonna roll through Ryler after this. I started thinking, <laughs> you know, this match is over. Next thing you know, I'm down zero four, okay. and uh, I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, I should call a timeout, but I don't call timeouts. That's one thing that I'm just, I'm the worst timeout caller in the history of the world. That's right. You know, man. you'll see guys, even when they're down 10 2, mm-hmm. they're going to call a timeout. If I'm down 7 3, I'm dumping six more returns and like, let's go. To <laughs> you know, it's just idiot, man. It's, oh, no, it, literally. I've done it every single time. I think I've called one timeout in my pickleball career, and, mm-hmm. and it probably worked. I think uh, he called a timeout, came back, dumped the serve. So I think I was up, I don't know, 7-2 in the third game. And I, you know, I thought I wouldn't be tied out there just because it's double elimination. Yeah. But I was tied in Fort Knox, brother, and just dumping the balls. <laughs> no, I mean, like, yeah. it was, you know what I mean? And yeah. next thing you know, like, it's it's over. And and the big thing for me is that in practice, I've developed, like, a beastly serve, mm-hmm. like, where I can hit it deep with tons of spin power. And I get out there and I turn into a penguin and just mm-hmm. start putting the ball like one inch past the kitchen. I'm like, God, you're such a little weenie, Alex. Just hit the freaking ball. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Like I said, man, I, for me, just starting in July and mm-hmm. getting out there, there's so much to be said for, you know, that's one thing that makes Ben and some of these other guys so incredible is mm-hmm. that 
the consistency. Mm -hmm. And so I know my level. I know I can beat anyone. I've mm -hmm. done it. But uh, just being able to go out there match in, match out, and, like, not freak out on the court is Speaking something of, I want to work on. Well, that, that kind of leads us into the way of pickleball. So tell us. I, I saw your, your bio, and I thought it was really cool, but I want you to tell us, since you're one of the youngest guys, you know, I mean, I think it's great. you got a future on it, but tell us what, where, when, why pickleball. Um, you know, I think the first time I picked up a paddle um, was maybe two years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if I should name drop them. You don't um, have to. It's up to you, man. But I, I'll just say this. Um, the wife of maybe one of the – probably the most powerful man in america is a good has become good friends of mine the whole family um actually no we need to cut that i don't want them to <laughs> i don't want them to get pissed at me no he's gonna know but keep going so what, i'll just say where'd you start all right so i'll just say this um so first time that i played was probably in maine um maine, two okay, years ago and i went out there and i played with um a woman against her two daughters and me and me and the woman went out there and got absolutely shit pumped by <laughs> the two daughters. Two you want to name girls. them? Do you think you can name them? Do you think and they'll mind? Okay, just I, keep going. Fair enough. Keep they, going. I, I, I don't know. I got they it. Probably Let's go. Wouldn't. Like, we're good enough friends. But anyway, uh, and so we got absolutely murdered out there. <laughs> That's and how it works, man. I was man. like, man, like, you, you're a tennis pro. Like, you should be good. And, I, and then I was like, wow. And so I practiced a little bit uh -huh. for a couple of days. We went out there, and then me, me and the wife, my friend, we went out, and then we killed the daughter. And I said, okay, uh, you know, I said, we're, we're back. We're back. Um, we're back. <laughs> but, then I really, but then I really did not play pickleball probably again for six or seven months. I thought it was fun. I thought that my game translated. Uh, I, my serve in tennis was absolutely trash. Mm -hmm. So it was nice to feel like, okay, maybe I have a decent serve here, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then up basically how, how I really got into it in July was a good gentleman by the name of Brett Warner, who I know you know. Who's Brett's a on, man. That's talking this guy. morning. Mm -hmm. um, and I told my boss, I said, you know, I think I could probably play pro in singles. I was like, I think I have the skill set. He's like, well, you're in luck because, you know, number 45 in the world is in town. You're going to go out there and get your, get your bell rung. And then, you know, uh, and I was like, all right, well, let's go. Like, let me introduce him to me and, like, let's set up for a match. You know, I'm teaching tennis nine hours a day. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but I'll fit some time in. Like, I want to get out there and see what I got. And Brett went out there, and uh, he beat me the first day, but I was able to beat him in the second day. And I thought, you know. You play Brett Warner in singles? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and I got him. He'll tell nice. you. I got no, he, him the second time around. We he played. speaks highly of and, you. Uh, no, he's an awesome guy, man. I care. There's big things in the future coming with him. But I beat him, and then after that, I was like, man, if I can take out number 45 in the world with no training, no experience, no nothing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I was like, then why don't I do this? You know, I'm exactly. a free spirit. Man. Yeah. I don't, I don't, You're young, um, man. Go for it. Have fun. I got no, I got no house. I got Go no dog. It. I got no kid. I got no nothing. You know, I rap, teach tennis and now I play pickleball. So, uh, it's something that I, I love competing and I'm just very interested to see like if I quit, quit ripping a pack of heaters a day and I actually treat my body right and I actually train and work on stuff. I think I can get to an extremely high level. So I know you can kind of enjoying the process. So, now. So let's talk about what paddles, what what brand do you endorse if you have one right now? I I I, uh, I mean, right now I'm playing with the Carbon One X, but it's the only paddle that I've ever played with. Um, I'm going to uh, try out the Crush paddle. That's what I'm going to try out next. Do you have one um, with you? Do you have any paddles with you? Are they, are they, are they, I do. Let's see them. In my bag, brother. Check this out. And by the way, this is an inaugural episode because Mr. AC Alex Crum uh, is my first tour player in an airport. Of many to come. I know. I feel it's awesome. Like, man, I'm gonna 
look like I don't know no. if I'm gonna look cool or look like an asshole. But who cares? Way. Doesn't matter. People I'm think. probably both. You're a pickleballer. Oh, let's exactly. see this. Let me see this. Oh, whoa! Yeah, bro. Is that what? What, what so brand is that? Funny story. Carbon One X. Okay. TRBN. Okay, they're nice. So funny. So funny story. I mean, I, I that was a paddle I had. I got it probably two months ago, mm-hmm. and I had to go get my paddle randomly tested. Um, Why is that? This guy. Why do you have to get it tested? Just everybody. I just for the. Uh, if you, I knew nothing about this. Sure, this fair guy, enough. This guy, this guy took me to school. So if you, there's a core in here, which, yeah. you know, you can't see it, but there's a core yeah. in there. It's yeah. like <laughs> and um, I guess if you rip the, if you rip the bejesus out of the ball over a month or two, uh-huh. the core can pop. And basically what that, and basically what that does is, you know, it destabilizes the paddle, but it also adds a lot of power. Mm, really? And so this guy took one look at my paddle and felt it, and he said, brother, this is delaminated. And uh, I was like, "What are we talking about? What do you mean it's delaminated?" He's like, "He's like, let me take you. He's like, let me go out there and hit with you for a minute." Who is this and guy? You want to name drop him? Who is he? I dear God, this this guy became my buddy this weekend. I can't remember. Uh, don't worry about it. He'll come to you. He's like that. He's the official APP paddle tester. Oh, he said he's. He said, "Listen, brother. He said I've deconstructed thousands of these." And I was like, "Man, that sounds terrible." But you know, I'm, <laughs> I support anybody. I support anybody who's passionate about something. But no, so I had to go on a wild goose chase <laughs> to find another paddle. Dropped another 250 bones on this paddle, but I was able to I was able to get one before my match yesterday. Obviously, didn't do me any good, but uh, yeah, shut up, dude. Listen, so uh, you played it. Th- those were good. You you got a lot of you got a, got got a lot of good things coming your way. So singles, doubles, or mixed? Do you have a preference right now since you just started, or do you like all of it, or does it really matter? <laughs> single I right now I prefer singles. I think I'm best at singles okay. um, by a mile. I've only probably played ten doubles matches in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, we played in Cincinnati and we're able, we're able to win a match. Um, but right now my spatial awareness is just absolutely bogus. I mean the ball could be hitting the fence and I'm still taking a cut. My really? partner was like out and I'd still just you know so. What uh, type of player were you as a junior? What type of player were you? Tell us a little bit about that. Track, track backhands. Track them good. Uh, just track backhands. My forehand is always a little bit, uh, a little bit, could be suspect. That's how mine was. All over the place. That's all right. Um, because I throw right-handed, but I bat left-handed, so wow. my backhand was always the easiest shot. And I would say in pickleball, it's the same. Good. Um, That's what you I want. Don't, I don't play cat and mouse. I don't do anything. I just rip backhands by you. But on, but going forward, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to learn to play a little bit more, just because depending on who you're playing, you're playing some of these dudes that are six foot eight out there. Uh, and you cannot pass them with as much ease as you can a little guy. So I'm going to have to work on more of the finesse aspect of it, but I'm definitely a power player as of right now. Well, good. All right, you got a favorite uh, shot? What's your favorite shot? Backhand cross-court pass, I would say for sure. Okay, who's your favorite uh, player or men's, men's or women's or both? Or junior player? Yeah, junior um, player. Men's, we talk, we're talking pickleball, correct? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would say my favorite, someone who I think I play similarly to is Gabe Joseph. There you go. Um, he, wow. That's kind of what he does. He just rips the ball. And, uh, I mean, he won where, I don't know, was it in Salt Lake or mm-hmm. not Salt Lake, Washington no. maybe? Yeah. Uh, he's someone who I think that I play the most similarly to. Wow. On the woman's side, I'll tell you this. What's her name? Uh, Salome. I met her this weekend. <laughs> and, uh, man, she absolutely rips the ball. Uh, she's an interesting character, free free bird. I could tell she's a free spirit. Just opted not to sign with anyone, even though she's I don't know top three or four really? super singles player in the world. So uh, 
I'd have to say her. I met her this weekend. Cool. I hit a few balls with her. So I like Vic, I like Kristen Victoria. She's uh she's got a good all court game. I've been watching her. And then as far as uh men I've been watching a little bit is um is uh Hayden Patrick. I can't say his last name. I, I'm so bad at Ponatian, Pontraqueen. Pontraqueen, yes. God dang it. Sorry, yeah, man. He's, he's, he seems like a cool kid. He's never going to so. come on the show since I've screwed his name up for two weeks in a row. I had Kevin, we- Kevin Mark on last week. You'll meet him one day. He's a good guy. Um, anyway, so favorite uh, tip? What's your favorite tip? Being a teaching I tennis professional. One thing that okay, one thing I've learned recently is mm-hmm. I would say, especially in the singles game, is that people don't pass nearly as well as you think they do. And so oftentimes you try to crush your return 700 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't if you're not going to you're going to dump four or five of them. And if you do that in a match, you're you're limiting your chances to succeed. And so I've found that just making the return. Now, if you're getting passed left and right, obviously, you might want to be more aggressive. But mm-hmm. I would just say get the darn return. And most people don't pass that. Well. There you go. Just get the return. It's something simple. Uh, you know, I hear that a lot. I always ask pros and players and industry leaders. People come. Anybody comes on. that's you know, is, is, can can jibe with our show. Um, I like to ask that question. Here's another question I love the most. Uh, when you when you when you when you have a bunch of pickleball players come on your court, what's one rule that's very very important? Forget about all the freaking secondary rules. What's the what's one of the primary rules you like to tell your um, players, beginner intermediates? Mm, I would say I would say I would. Uh, most of the people that I've taught that I've worked with so far have tennis backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And my biggest thing, especially on the forehand side, mm-hmm. and with is shortening your backswing Attaboy. and lowering your center of gravity. That's huge, right? Because it, so many people are coming with these huge loops, and if you start, you're going to roll over everything, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's almost you know, straight back. It's almost like a traditional tennis forehand, mm-hmm. Eastern grip, like when, which you would see whatever in the '80s, '90s. Mm-hmm. I think the forehand, you know, you see so many guys come out there and try to play with these big backswings, and it just does nothing. Mm-hmm. And then also, especially for uh, like the older clientele, yeah. you've got to get lower. You have to you have to have a lower center of gravity and hit the ball in a good wide base. Otherwise, you're going to be you know whiffing balls early on. Obviously, it's a timing thing, right? But I mm-hmm. would say that shortening your backswing and having a lower center of gravity is what I would start with. I. That's so awesome. And, you know, one of the things you said that I, that I really like a lot, and for all you listeners out there, tr- transitioning from being a tennis pro to a full-time pickleball bro, it's not easy. It, it's just not. Not, not when you're like my, – my, my, my road has been filled with massive potholes, massive darts, or like Rick Richardson said, I said harpoons in my back, not darts. And I'm fine That's with good that. And I'm fine with that. And I'm sure you went oh, to it. Trust me, you, you and me both, brother. Lots <laughs> of harpoons. And that was five. <laughs> years, that was five years ago. But I don't care because I, I, I just knew whenever, I, whenever I, I just knew whenever you were talking about how you played. I knew you were to come back. But you said seven or eight months later, you're like, okay, I'm coming back. And a lot of people, it's good yeah. that you're doing. That. I, I applaud that. So those are great. This we're talking to Alice Crum, uh, PPA professional player, APP professional pickleball player, former standout junior tennis player from Louisville. Uh, is that right? Louisville, right? Kentucky? Louisville, that's all right. You can say Louisville, bro. Louisville, sorry. God, shut up. Anyway. Right. We, we, had a big, <laughs> we had a big football game on Saturday, that's why. All right, all right. Well, look, Um. so let's go to the kitchen a little bit, brother. We got a little bit of time here, man. Let's go deep. Let's go. So tell us about your – well, tell us about you. Where are you from? Uh, you get a, a journey, your tennis journey to pickleball right. or what? Um, yeah, 
I grew up in Louisville, Kentucky, man. Um, moved to Chicago for like five or six years when I was 10. That's kind of where I started playing tennis. Mm-hmm. Moved back mm-hmm. uh, around 13, played the full junior tennis circuit. I uh, was ranked top 30, 40 in the country as a junior. Um, I hurt my wrist, lost blood flow to a bone in my wrist called mm-hmm. the trichectrum, which nobody knows what that is. Oh, but yeah. uh, when I was 17, 18, probably playing my best tennis. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I went to University of Dayton. Um, for a year, tried to play for half a semester and literally physically couldn't swing a racket. Um, so I had to quit tennis for literally didn't pick up a racket for five or six years. Painful, bro. Fast forward five or six years, I met a little German police woman in Punta Cana on vacation, fell in love, traveled (laughs) the world, moved to Germany. And let me tell you, it's not easy to get a work visa in Germany. Oh, um, especially if you just like have a regular degree or whatever. And so basically, I thought, heck, like, let me see if, like, maybe I've revascularized, you know, I um, I found this little rinky-dink tennis club across the street, went over there, met this guy, this Argentinian guy. He couldn't speak German or English. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. And so, you know, I started teaching over there, really loved it. The relationship fizzled out. Uh, we're still friends. Yeah. Moved back to the States. Started teaching tennis four years ago at various country clubs um, down in Jupiter Island and then up in Maine. Mm. And, uh, yeah. Started really playing That's football. I've enjoyed dude. that. I've met a lot of cool people and gotten to travel a lot of cool places. But, you know, July, again, is really when I started playing pickleball more seriously. And now I plan on taking it to the moon. So, so uh, favorite movie of all time? One of your favorites. Dark Knight. Which t- Dark Knight. Oh, nice, dude. Uh, favorite classic movie? Mine's, mine's uh, Blazing Saddles. I was, <laughs> I would say that show. You ever seen Blazing, oh, Blazing Saddles? Blazing Saddles is a classic. Um, let's see here. God, I don't want to say something too generic. Happy Gilmore. Oh, yes. Like no one said Happy Gilmore, Gilmore yet. No one said that one. Okay, sweet. So, band, I was, cra- podcast, I was cranking up some police, dude. Old school police, like Outlands, I Tia Moore. Old, old school police is. I'm jamming to that. What are, you jam- uh, what are you jamming to after we get off the phone here? The Killers. Is that an old school oh, band? Not in killers. my book, but I'm 49. I remember when they came out. Yeah. The Killers are awesome. That first album, that hot bus. Yeah, yeah, oh. And I want to. I got to go to a Killers concert at some point, man. That's the bucket list. Come on. Yeah, well, you need to go to Lord Huron. You ever heard of Lord Huron? Oof, crank them up. Lord Huron, they're from Michigan. Just look them up, Lord Huron. And just text me. That's all I got to say. And Social uh, D's my Social D's my favorite band of all time. I've met them several times. Social Distortion. Amazing. Uh, all right, so let's talk about favorite podcast. I started listening to Kevin Beeson's podcast, and it is okay. It's called Hot Stuff Pickleball, and he came on the show like two weeks ago. Three or four, I don't. I can't remember. But he's a good dude. You'll meet him one day. What, what What's your favorite right. podcast? You're favorite to. podcast? Honestly, I'm a fantasy football, like, just degenerate, nice. like, addict. So okay. I would say I had Justin Fields and DJ Moore last night, which is great. Um, <laughs> I would no say kidding. that the, the, CB, the CBS uh, fantasy football po- podcast with Heath and those guys, I listen to that every single day, especially during season. Okay. I'm listening to CBS fantasy football podcast every day. Not an exciting answer, but. No, it's a perfect it answer. I've never heard that one. You see? That's the beauty of the show. It's people get to know you and what you're doing. Freeform, baby. I love it. Um, so what is uh, – we got – we got. I know you just don't have to – what's your favorite sports team, man? I like the Chiefs. People know I was born in Kansas, uh, and that's why I like them, not because of Patrick Mahomes. But my wife went to Tech, so obviously. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Um, I am a diehard Louisville Cardinal fo- fan, Louisville Cardinal football so fan. Who are they playing them all, bro? Big game? Who are they playing? Notre, Notre Dame at home. Ooh, are you going? 
I'm gonna, oh, I'll be there. <laughs> and I'm gonna be start when I get off the plane, baby. <laughs> Seventy-four cold ones deep, and it's gonna be rowdy. I think we're gonna win. Generally, Notre Dame's ranked ten. We're ranked twenty-fifth. Um, but other than that, uh, Borussia Dortmund soccer team. I used to live in Dortmund, Germany. Wow. And we get eighty-two. We had the largest uh, average attendance in pro sports outside of the Dallas Cowboys. I probably wow. went to like forty games wow. uh, in the in the yellow wall, and like I'm genuinely a psychopath. Like the level of passion <laughs> in German in German football is uh, it's next level. Like it's 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 wow. different than anything you see here. Okay. Yeah. So I well, watch every game. I'll wake up. I'm I'm crazy. Well, you know, uh, th- well the next question was going to be what's something weird and unique about you people like mine's I'm a triplet. There's three of oh, me. That's crazy. Yeah. Nobody knows that. We're two minutes apart, and that was 1974, so that's back when it was God's like, I'm going to curse your mother with three of you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Uh, what's, man, that's three. That's what, crazy. Man. What's, what's something about that, you? It's crazy that a, that a woman body is able to curse your mother. Well, God, well, we, we, my mom thought it was only two. And then my brother Colin, who's 6'5", he popped out. <laughs> so. Um, I would say that, I mean, the, the general audience wouldn't know about me is that I also make music. Really? Especially, I mean, I. I put an album out. Uh, I've been rapping since I was like 10 years old, and I don't suck. Um, I put an album That's out. That's your first album? I don't rap, and I don't suck. I don't suck. No, the, my, my next album is going to be called The Rise and Fall of Pickleball Paul. Uh, but no, uh, I put out man. an album called Just for Fun. You have an album out? Million streams. Oh, yeah, so I did we'll, over a million streams on Apple Music. So okay, well, we're going to have you on. We're going to have you back on. Okay. We're at, we're at a music Just segment uh, in this year. So if you have, oh, man, if you have music, dude, the guy that I'm, I'm bringing on board to do it, he's Okay. Oh, I'm going to shut up. So uh, how, how would people get in touch with you if they want to talk to you, brother? If they want to say, hey, I want to come on. I want to go to one of your matches. What are you gonna, how are they going to get in touch with well, you? Dude, hit me up uh, on my Instagram. It's AC at AC play a song. And I respond to everybody. I'm not a weirdo. Like anybody that wants to reach out and chat stuff and advise true. all that stuff. Like I'm very, uh, I'm very easy to get a hold of. I'm telling <laughs> you. Maybe too easy. No. But I, I, that's just how I am, man. I love people. I love conversing. No. Nope. So. I can be reached at Curtis at ReeseBracketSports.com for sports and for uh, sponsor information for coming on the show if you want to be a guest. Uh, and um, that's it. Anything else you want to say before we go, brother? I just want to say thank you so much for having me on, man. This is going to be the biggest pickleball pod in the world one day. You guys just watch. And, uh, yeah, this is just the beginning. I'm going to go down to South Florida. I'll play two more events. I'm going to play Houston. I'm going to play Daytona. Then I'm going to teach tennis nine hours a day and train three hours of pickleball a day. Come May, I'm doing this full time, and you're going to see me everywhere. So. <laughs> I believe that. That's the thing. I really actually believe that. I know it. Thank you, man. Well, I don't. So I, I, I got to shore up a few things, but. Uh, You'll be fine. You know. Shorten your back. Really, really dude, I'm uh, training in 